0: Hello and welcome back to Youthful Yarning, a podcast for knitters and crocheters of all ages. If you're new here to Youthful Yarning, this is a podcast about knitting and crocheting. I review yarn, I review books, I I talk about some patterns that I like, and every episode has a theme for the patterns. This week, I'm going to be talking about amigurumis and reviewing Loops and Threads Flex. But first, I'm going to update on my projects. So, I'm still working on the sweater that I mentioned in the first two episodes. It's going pretty well. I knew I'm still haven't gotten to the shoulder splitting, so still waiting for that. It's taking a long time, but I'm really, I'm really, it's turning out really nice. So I'm really excited for it. I also finished my very first Mochi Mochi Land animal. I used the tiny, tiny pattern in the book. I talked about it last episode. Um, I made a tiny elephant with loops and threads flex, which I'm gonna review. I used, it was a nice light pink yarn with little flex on it, it looks so cute, me of cotton candy and it's very Easter-y too. So happy Easter, happy late Easter, if you celebrate Easter. Um, turned out really cute. It took me a long time to get the legs done because I'm not an I-cord fan and it uses a lot of I-cord, but I'd better get used to it if I'm going to make all the other tiny little guys because they're so adorable. I guess I'm just going to have to do I-cord. But it was totally worth it. It's so cute. So cute. So cute. Alright, so Loops and Threads Flex. I have a lot to say about this yarn, so get ready. Loops and Threads Flex is an acrylic yarn. I believe it has some polyester in it, but it's mostly acrylic. It's very silky. It's a DK white yarn. It has little flecks on it. Little chunks, kind of. Luckily, the, the, the flecks are not the chunks. The flecks do not fall off, which is a good thing, because sometimes with yarns like that, the flecks fall off and they get everywhere. Then you have a regular yarn with no flecks on it. The flecks look so pretty when it's knit up. The yarn is so silky, so nice, make a really nice, like, shirt, or, like, shawl, or hat. However, my one problem with this yarn is how splitty it is. This yarn is barely twisted together at all. It is so splitty. It's impossible to do anything. I was trying to do a cable cast on with it. It took me so long to just cast on, like, 70 stitches because the yarn split so much. It's really annoying. It's so pretty though, I love it so much. It's so pretty, it's so nice and soft and silky. The flecks are the perfect colors. It's the perfect yarn except for the problem with the splitting. If you don't know what splitting is because somehow you've never encountered splitting, then I will tell you what it is. It's when the yarn, when the plies become unplied, when the yarn kind of falls apart. Debbie might say a frays the most annoying thing ever and I don't recommend trying to find an. I don't recommend using flex for anybody unless you're very good at dealing with splitty yarn and you don't mind it splitting at all (sighs) it's very 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 annoying yarn it splits so much but it is so pretty so I'll give it out of five stars I'll give it two stars because of the splittiness but also because of the prettiness Now, moving on to the amigurumi patterns that I found for this episode of Youthful Yarning. If you don't know what amigurumi is, it's knitted or crocheted toys. And most often it's crocheted, but there are a a couple knitted ones. I found five patterns for you this week, just because I love amigurumi so much, I just want to share them all with you. So, we're going to start with the knit ones. First is River Otter by... Sarah Elizabeth Kellner, or Rabbit Hole, from Rabbit Hole Knits. All of her knitted Amigurumi um, patterns are so, so, so cute. I love them so much, but the river otter is one of my favorites. Um, it's really cute otter. He looks so realistic. It's very um, accurate to what an otter actually looks like, and that's why I like it so much. Um, all of her other patterns are really great, too. Um like the Bluebird of Happiness is a really cute one that I want to make one day. Next up is Girl Fox in a Flowery Frock by Julie Williams from Little Cotton Rabbits. She also has a lot of knitted amigurumi patterns for really cute animal balls. This one is a fox wearing a really cute little flowery dress and it's adorable. They all of her patterns have just so much character, so much so much character, so much personality to them. So, so cute. The next one is Susu Bear by Cynthia Vallot. Now, this little bear is so cute. So, this picture of a normal bear. But then, he would then add a little sweater with a little cable on it. That's really cute, right? And then add a hat. The susu, the Susu Bear is so cute. And apparently, it's tiny, too. There are, I think, like three different um sweater options. One with the cable, which is so cute. The other one is like little ribbing, which is so 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 cute. And one is stretch, which is just so adorable. The samples are in all different colors. There's a polar bear, brown bear, grizzly bear, so cute. And I want to get that one so much. It's adorable. And now I have two crocheted amigurumi patterns. The first one is Penguin by Justine T from the Woobolt. And this one is a very cute beginner crochet amigurumi pattern. It's a free pattern, but there's also a penguin crochet kit that you can buy from her, her Etsy shop. It's adorable. It's very simple, but it's still super cute. So I would recommend that one for anybody who's interested in learning to crochet or just learning to make amigurumi because it's so cute. Um, I forgot to mention, in most knitted Amigurumi, sometimes you have to use I-cord. Like I said earlier, I'm not a fan of I-cord, but it mi- makes it so much easier, so you've got to learn I-cord. Um, for a small amount of stitches that you're knitting in the round, most knitted Amigurumi patterns use double-pointed needles or circular needles. Some are knit flat, but most of them aren't. Knit, most of them are knit in the round, sorry. But in crocheting, you often use a magic circle, which is basically a loop of yarn that you crochet into to make a circle that you didn't pull tight, so it's like a little circle. And you do a lot of increasing and decreasing. The next, the last Amigurumi pattern that I found is Spring Bunnies by Stephanie Jessica Lau. I don't know if you remember this, but last week... I also, I mentioned one of her sweat, her cardigan patterns, but her patterns are so cute that I have to talk about them again. The spring bunnies are a set of three bunnies. One has a flower on her little flute on her droopy ears. The other one has a flower with her standing up ears, and the last one has kind of one droopy ear and a little carrot. (laughs) They're so cute. They're a little set of three bunnies. They might be, like, brothers and sisters. They might be siblings. I don't know. They're so cute. But they're really cute, and I bet you could definitely change it up a little bit to may turn it into, like, a winter bunnies or, like, fall bunnies. But it's really cute for spring. So if you're looking for a cute spring project, then look for the spring bunnies, which is also has a free version of it. If you don't want that, there's a $4 PDF download for that. But if the... You, so cute! They'd be really good for Easter baskets if Easter hadn't already happened. Maybe for like, if if you know anybody with a spring birthday who really likes bunnies, make that for them. That's all for the Amigurumi patterns for this week. This week I'm adding a new segment to my podcast called Yarning Stories. And this will be stories about my knitting and crocheting some incidents that happened when i was knitting and crocheting and i'll be starting with a little story right now so i call this story why you should always check gauge so ever since i've been knitting and crocheting i've always seen on the patterns that it says make sure to check gauge make sure to check gauge but alas i never checked my gauge the first time that actually came back and hurt me was I tried to knit my very first garment which was a tiny little cardigan it was like short it was pretty cute and I didn't check gauge and now it fits like a five-year-old so that's pretty fun unfortunately I did not learn my lesson from that incident and I never have checked gauge ever since then I don't know why I thought it was so hard to have to get a ruler out measure it count the stitches I really should have just listened to the patterns and checked my gauge but I just thought it wasn't a good idea, but in reality, it was a very good idea and I really should have done that. Oh me. Anyway, so today I was bored and I was thinking I wanna crochet something. So I found a pattern called the campfire cardigan and I decided I'm gonna make this. It's really it's a really simple pattern made up of two crocheted hexagons and I'm sure would be super easy if I had the right gauge as I, as you probably have heard in my first episode, I said that I, when I was a beginner crocheter, I mainly crocheted amigurumis, which have a very tight gauge, and they need very tight stitches for it to turn out like a nice, good, tight fabric. So my hands have been in the habit of making tight, cr- crocheted stuff. So when I made this, I also was crocheting my granny hexagons very tightly. So, it was way too small. I was... Thinking, this seems a little bit too small because it said in a couple of rounds I would have to fasten off. It's like tiny. It would barely feel like a tiny Barbie or something. So then I was like, okay, maybe I didn't get my gauge right. So I looked at the gauge and it said like three rows is four inches. And I looked at my three rows and it was barely one inch. Always check your gauge, people. I've never made a gauge swatch in my life, but from now on, I always will. (laughs) I was so mad when that happened. I just wanted to throw my yarn across the room, but of course I didn't do that because the poor yarn would have gotten hurt. And we don't want that, do we? We don't want to hurt the poor yarn. Then I realized that the pattern said to use a size L hook, and I was using, like, a, don't know, an odd... What's the smallest hook? I was using one of the smallest hooks. It was a three millimeter one or like a two millimeter one very very small one so I should have read the what I should have read what size hook I needed and I also should have read to check my gauge if you have any funny stories about your crocheting or knitting incidents you can submit them with the with the a voice message You can also submit any yarn, any of your favorite yarns, yarn reviews, pattern reviews. But that's it for this episode of Youthful Yarning, a podcast for knitters and crocheters of all ages. And I will see you next week. Bye! Thank you for listening to Youthful Yarning, a podcast for knitters and crocheters of all ages. I will see you next week. Bye!